Welcome to the Chuck and Deb Show, heard each Wednesday afternoon at 4 p.m. here on 1490 AM WWPR. And now, here's Chuck and Deb. Hi, welcome to Biker Life Radio. I'm Chuck. And I'm Deb. And we are so truly grateful and thankful that you've joined us today. We have a very unique show lined up just Just for you. you. Biker Life Radio is for those who are inspired to ride and for those who inspire others to ride. We are here to reveal the truth behind the motorcycle mystique and provide real-life stories that will help you discover your purpose, achieve true freedom, and define your destiny. All right. Today's show sponsor is Tony and Guy Hairdressing Academy out of Colorado Springs, Colorado, and Coeur d'Alene, Idaho. So if you're ready to crank up your engines, put your chins in the wind, and knees to the breeze, let's saddle up and hit the road. All right. Well, let's get this show going, Deb. So we, we, we've had a very uh, quiet weekend. Yes. Thank but we had a, goodness. <laughs> yeah, thank goodness. <laughs> well, that's a good way to put it. Uh, but we did have a great time Thursday night at Stottlemyers at the West Coast Florida uh, Riders Bike Night. It was, it was packed. It, they had a huge turnout. Absolutely right. So bikes, motorcycles, people filled food. that place, food. And some other libations, isn't that right word? Yeah, I don't know. Libations. I'm not a big word person, so yep, there you go. That worked out. Libations. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it was a great event. Lots of people, lots of mingling, lots of bikers, all yeah, that cool stuff. Got to see a lot of good people that uh, we always enjoy seeing. So it was great seeing some people. We actually got to see Dutch. You guys remember Dutch from the interview? He's the author of Demons Rising. Uh, the what is story it? of the, the Wayward, Wayward Scout. Scout. So we got to see him for a little bit along with Chris. Uh, his buddy there and so it was good to hang out with them and we got to see a bunch of other people of course we got to see chris and lee from the west coast florida riders got to see scott from harley davidson i mean we could go on and on brandy and jeff uh, from brandy and Vegas, jeff vegas pierced hearts that's so, right yeah. and we saw uh ryan and uh heather yep. and uh, just we saw loads of people Lots i mean I, people. I if i for if we're forgetting you i apologize because i'm just having just names percolate up sort of like a coffee maker but you guys probably don't know what a percolator coffee maker is do you percolator boy i love <laughs> we've recently bought a percolator and i love that coffee since we've done that hey yeah it's sort of different anyway and uh, so here we are uh we really you know enjoyed ourselves at the uh the bike show and we want you to stay tuned because here in just a moment we're going to share with you what took place oh yeah at the bike, sh- uh, but the yeah, uh, bike night. Bike night. Yeah. I wanted to say bike show, but they did have a bike show. I do believe they did they had a bike yep. show. They gave away some trophies. Yes. Uh, really, a lot of nice bikes out there. It was just incredible. I look, you know, I'm, again, I still love the big wheels. I still have to get a one, on one and ride it to see if it's going to work for me. But from the vision, I just love them. And a lot, I know a lot of people that you you either hate them. Either or you like, like them or you hate them, right? Yep. I agree. It just seems that way. Yep. So anyway, uh, Deb, you got you got a lot of live videos in. So if uh, if you're listening, if you want to go out to our Facebook page, I know Deb went out and did some live videos of the event. Yes, and they seem to turn out pretty good. 
Hey, for an amateur, I did halfway. Okay. So yeah, I, you know, I was thinking about those big wheeled bikes and I'm not so sure that I would like riding it, but I think the one thing I'm ready to expand my horizons when it comes to riding is I want to go ride some different type of motorcycle. So I maybe would like to hit up the BMW dealer and check them out. Not that I'm going to go buy them, but they just, well, just look like they ride so different. And I'd love to talk about that one time on our radio show or a couple of segments on different motorcycles and what we liked about them, what we didn't, and kind of go from there. So, Well, it's sort of like blue cheese, isn't it, Deb? <laughs> why yeah, are you laughing? Tell, why are you talking about blue cheese? Well, I mean, Deb, how many years have we been married? Like 28 years. Yes. And just in the recent year or or a year and a half, right. you never even ate blue cheese. I couldn't stand Our, the smell of it. And, oh. and a lot of our listeners, they're cringing too. I understand. But for years, I encourage you, just try it. Just taste it. And no. finally. No. Yeah, nope. that's, that's all I got was no, I no. And then what happened? I, I think you tried it on some chips, didn't you? I, I think it was. It's the, the it new type chips. of fried homemade potato chips, and then they drizzle the balsamic, the balsamic vinegar on yep. it, too. Oh, my, my. <laughs> so you can't pull me away from blue cheese now, which is true. So I get it on almost everything. But uh, tastes do but change. And, you know, riding styles, I think, would change over time. And the way you ride, Good. you know. I've seen up on the tail of the dragon, those uh, kind of dual sport bikes, the BMWs, so they've got their packs on. And, you know, they see seem to love that ride. So I am curious as a rider that's, you know, pretty much been very loyal to my Harley Davidson love. So not again, not that I'm going to go away from that, but I'd like to experience some another but, motorcycles. But then again, you never know. Maybe you would get one. Maybe it's just another bike to put in the garage. Sure. Yeah. So why not have a variety? I agree. Yeah. Let's you know, just. You yeah. can have the blue cheese and the motorcycle. I mean, you know. What more could a woman ask for? Blue cheese and bunches of bikes, man. Well, don't forget about me. Well, no, of course not at all. Well, you're part of that. Bunches of bikes and my one dude. Okay. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that introduces blue cheese to me and brings me out of my shell. So, uh, yeah, I, that's, so, uh, I've been thinking about that. You like the big wheel bikes? You'd like to give that I a do. try? I would like to just, you know, just like some people go test drive other cars, I'd like to go test ride other motorcycles one of these days. And I think I'm going to put that on the list to happen pretty soon before weather starts to change i get it and you know what they say about the big wheel bikes and i've said this on the show before yeah is that someone i can't remember who it was i don't remember her name right now okay but she said oh those big wheel bikes are for the kids for the guys that didn't have them as kids was it cat didn't have a big that? wheel I think it was Kat. I think it was Kat, too. Yeah, she's yeah. pretty straight up like that. <laughs> she, she certainly was. Yeah. And it well, didn't make sense to me. And I don't I don't think I did have a big wheel growing up. I think I just got to see the commercials. So she might have a very valid point there. But also, at the same time, I love choppers. And there's right. something about the front end of the motorcycle and the front end of the bike that attracts me. But the whole package of those big wheels are real cool. I mean... But it comes down to the ride. I mean, they could look good all day long, but if it's not a great ride, if I don't feel really good on it, then I really don't care about it. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of with you. What, what's interesting is that your chopper style and look is so significantly different than the big wheel look, and you like them both because, to me, the big wheel is kind of a modern, hip, sleek lines, very smooth movement, and all the paint jobs look that way, too. And a chopper is just 
freaking old school cool stuff. And you know, back in the day, that wasn't comfortable, but that's all they knew. That's what they rode. And they're wide open in the elements and enjoyed the ride. So uh, it's interesting to me that you kind of are diverse that way. Well, I think there's some parts in the big wheel in that they're, you know, depending on the bike, you know, maybe there's going to be a rake in the front end. And then there's a big wheel versus a different type of wheel on the chopper. So to me, it's just like a different type of chopper up front. I mean, I know it's not a chopped bike. Right. I mean, that's well, the whole difference. Uh, it's definitely not chopped, but maybe it is. Maybe it is. And I, I think know. actually I heard someone so, talking some, about one and they it said Jeff they chopped the about? frame. They cut up the frame yes. or they do something to the front. So and I guess in a way they are. They may are chopped up. Maybe. I mean, I don't know. We'd have to talk to uh, Low Life Industries, Industries or, or J&L. Co- yep. Corey Souza. Yep. Because they do all that. They do. All those specialty those low, looks for low, sure. Yeah. Low, those big wheels. Right. Exactly. And you know, what's funny about that is we've had conversation with other motorcyclists, other riders, other bikers. And one person that didn't like them said he did have a big wheel growing up. And I thought that was pretty hilarious. <laughs> he has no interest in a big wheel bike. Bobby Bosch. Um, but <laughs> And that was because he had a big wheel as a kid. There's yeah, that's no right. Isn't that true? It. It's, yeah. it's sort of proven out the point. Yeah, I think you, you know, may he have had to keep one. The I, I really going. don't think I had one. And so he has no interest in them and he really doesn't like them. But I am attracted to them. I, that's just me. I, I just think they're beautiful they're looking cool. bikes. They are. Uh, I would hope that they ride as good as they look. I know a lot of the stereos in there got to be killer. Yes. Um, and But to me, it comes down to the ride. Right. I got to be to handle, handle the bike just like I would any other bike, especially my bike. I want to be able to handle it the same way around curves and everything. So Yeah. I'd and I, it needs to, to have speed. Well, of course, it's got to be a fast <laughs> and ass they, bike. Sure they are. So, and you know, you and people look at your motorcycle and they go, "How in the world do you do that?" Because a lot of the thing with the big wheeled bikes is they don't turn quite the same. And I could probably say safely that Thumper does not turn like any of the other motorcycles we uh, ride. It turns the same, but the handlebars, the way that you turn it, is a little bit different. Right. So, so that's all I'm saying is maybe yeah. that you have to maneuver the front end of them a little bit different on a big wheel bike too. So. I think that would be a correct statement. So. Okay. Okay. So anyway, yeah, there we have it. I was, I was, I love to see those bikes. And actually, Scott with West Coast Florida Riders, he got some fantastic pictures oh, of those bikes. Yes. He did a great job. So uh, shout out to Scott, and uh, it was really good seeing those. And uh, beautiful you know, pictures for I, sure. I just love checking them out. They're really good. So yeah. a lot of things happening. It seems like uh, the West Coast Florida Riders are really putting it together real well. So we got to give them a shout out wherever they can because you know they got a Facebook group, group that's growing quite, quite a bit and yes. uh, seems like they're doing some good things you got some tickets the other night for the charity uh, event that they're putting on there's a senior charity that they're working with and so that's their first um, charitable not-for-profit fundraiser that they're doing and so yes we did contribute and bought some tickets so their giveaway is for um, a weekend away down in the keys so it's kind of attractive but to us and and why we did it it was more about the giving and contributing to the fundraiser so i was glad that we were able to be part of it. i think it's a good cause you know i haven't heard of it before so it was good that they have this to where their seniors if they're in need they can reach out and uh, have somebody there to help them so those are all some of the things that took place at the west coast florida riders bike night at stottlemyers and by the way uh, the food there was okay. Yes. We actually pretty good. And remember the last time we were there on the uh, couple of segments ago, we had a problem with the bartender. Yeah. I didn't see him bartending, but we did send him out. Uh, so we didn't have any problems while we were there. It actually was very nice. And everybody seems to everybody seemed to have a great time. I mean, there were loads of, as we said already, there was loads of people. There's a lot right. of people. 
And Boyd had made a suggestion the last time we were there about a particular dinner item to have. And then that night they actually weren't doing they the full menu. Them, yeah. They weren't serving it. So that the last week we were able to catch that appetizer and, you know, kudos to Boyd because I think he hooked us up with a really great Right, a great dish. Yeah, so it was, it was nice. It had was light. Cornbread it was and all sorts of different yeah. tastes and flavors to it. And right, barbecue so pork and coleslaw and all sorts of good southern cooking. So there you have it. So if you got a chance to get out, check out Stottlemyers. You guys might like that. It is becoming quite the biker destination. It is, and uh, it's a great place for bikers. It's huge. It's a tiki hut, right? Yep, huge a tiki, tiki hut tiki after hut. tiki hut. Yeah, they're yep. like never ending tiki huts. Which is yeah, kinda it's cool. a great big size tiki hut uh, out there. If I could. <laughs> spit it out and uh, there's parking for bikes and uh good food so yes and uh anyway i keep saying and uh and i don't like to say and uh well then stop that business mister (laughs) (laughs) well that just means i'm reaching for words no well i don't know reaching for something but you know what don't reach too far. I might have to chop your hand off, mister. Oh, that's about enough out of you. Okay. I'm just trying to make sure that I'm not missing anything from the event. And uh, again, we've already talked about all the people that we've saw and the big turnout. And so what what we're about to get into here in just a moment is that we had somebody approach us. But we'll go ahead and fill you in on that in here in just a moment. But I do feel, Deb... Sort of like a wuss, because when we started this out, we talked about how we really basically didn't do anything over the weekend. And you were like, <laughs> well, thank goodness. And you actually put it into perspective uh, because we've been really busy lately. But at the same time, I really, you know, I really wanted to get out. We thought we talked about that USO ride yes. uh, to go on out and supporting that. But uh, we'd have been a last moment kind of thing. And we would had to go up there on Friday night and we we're sort of burnt from working. Yeah. And, uh, but it wouldn't have been the last time so you know it's not it's not unknown for us to just hop on the motorcycles and take a two-hour ride and stay overnight whatever yeah pitch a tent and freeze our ass off exactly so (laughs) we could have had we had the motivation for something but we just you know it was always coming back we were a little worn out we had been running 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 for weeks and it's true we went on the uh, trip to ohio for thunder on the strip we came back and your parents were in town for about a week right so it that was right after and then i think before then we had something going on so it's just been really nonstop for us. And so I would have to agree with you. You know, it was sort of good to have some downtime. But at the same time, it was so beautiful out over uh, the weekend. It was really hard just to take it easy. I'm not the kind I'm not the kind of guy that just likes to sit around and do nothing. No. But my body was telling me. Do sit nothing. around and do nothing. Yeah. yeah, I think we both felt that. So now that we've kind of rejuvenated, maybe rested up, we can start running yeah, hard start again, again and start doing that because this is really ultimate bike season for us for the next several months. And I'm looking forward to all the events. Now that USO event, we will certainly need to get that on our calendar for next year because that's a really big escorted ride right. in the Orlando area that is for the USO. And so it is something that I want to make sure we get on our calendar for next year. But we need need to get the calendars rocking and rolling for all the events coming up because it is motorcycle riding season for us in this area and many people vacation coming down because we've got Biketoberfest coming up. That's right. St. Pete Bike Fest coming up. Yeah. I mean just to name a few, we've got lots of things happening in the next several months when the 
Weather is absolutely beautiful. So hopefully it was a good thing that we saved all our energy this week so we can use it for the upcoming weeks. Yes. And not only that, we've got a big next month. We're, we're going out of the country next month. Yes. So we've got to kick back a little bit in order to save our energy and finances and all that for that trip. Right. So, But we got to cut it short here real quick for a break. But before we do, you'll want to stay tuned because we had a wonderful, wonderful lady uh-huh. come up to our booth at the Sottlemyers and you're going to want to hear her story. Yes. So what you need to do right now is just stay tuned and we'll be right, right back. back. Tony and Guy Hairdressing Academy where hairdressing is our passion. Your spotlight experience begins with a hands-on learn-by-doing approach. A true salon experience. We create entrepreneurial hairdressers with endless opportunities. Financial aid available for those who qualify. Got a creative flair. A passion for people? A desire to be a leader in the fashion industry? Then call our Tony and Guy Hairdressing Academy in Colorado Springs, Colorado at 719-390-9898. Again that number is 719-390-9898 or visit www.coloradosprings.tonaguy.edu. To learn more about our school in Kerr Dalen, Idaho, call 208-930-1276. Again, that number is 208-930-1276 or visit www.curdlene.tonaguy.edu. You know a career in beauty is right for you. Now choose the cosmetology school that puts the spotlight on you. Attend the Tony and Guy Hairdressing Academy. So, you know, when we go to a biker event, we're a little bit of a different type of vendor because... Well, we're, we're really not a vendor. We're not a vendor, right. exactly. So, yeah. but We're not vending you know, nothing yet, Yes, anyway. that's right. We're not we're <laughs> selling our wares. Up. We're selling ourselves. So... <laughs> Easy with that, Deb. You'll have all sorts of takers. Okay, no, I'm not for sale. I've already been bought. But anyway, um, you know, we're there just to talk the biker life with bikers. And so sometimes that's a little difficult to do. When you're mingling and people are yeah, just people, having a good time, they just, you know, they want, to relax. Just, they want to chillax out a little bit and they just kind of bypass us because they don't really get what Biker Life Radio is all about. And then we begin to talk and then it becomes obvious. But this particular night, we had been talking to quite a few people and this gal came over, not in biker attire. Actually, she was in a really pretty dress, oh, was, a very nice hat. She was dressed to the nines yes, to be at this tiki hut. And um, she's bubbly and she's excited. And she says, oh, well, what do you guys do? I think was kind of her approach. Mm-hmm. And then we started to share a little bit about what Biker Life Radio with Chuck and Deb is all about. And I don't even think you could finish the sentence. No. I think you were like right uh, like in the middle. Yeah. You explained uh, it. And then she said, well, I've got a story for you. I've got right? a story for you. You have got to hear my story about my biker mama. So, so, so basically you were in the middle of telling her, hey, we're Biker Life Radio. We're sharing. What Do you remember what you said? I, I think I might have gotten out a little the bit the motorcycle or, mystique. And right. then all of a sudden she's like, oh, well, you've got to hear my story. And so I'm <laughs> like, OK, we've got to hear her story. And, and the thing was, she started talking before we even had the mics over. Right. So what you'll hear here in just a moment, because we've got the recording and we're going to let you hear it. Before we switched over, she started telling us the story and I had to sneak away and I had to get the mics together and then bring it on back. Yes. And you'll hear her, I think, at the beginning where she says, you want me to start over? 
over? <laughs> because <laughs> because it really was a great story. And fabulous. again, we've said it a hundred times on this show. The best conversations are the ones that happen naturally where people don't know there's a mic in their face, where they don't know that a camera's Come on. on right. It's just that we're just being humans and we're talking, we're interacting with one another face to face. And we're just like listening and involved. We're participating. And it becomes just a natural flow of goodness is the best way I can put it. I love that. That's a great way to describe it because we all have a story of how we came to biking or how motorcycling has impacted us or what biker life means to us. That's why we ride. Um, you know, and we're sometimes a little reluctant. We got to f- be careful about sharing that or it just comes naturally when we start to talk. But then again, like you said, we kind of clam up or freeze up, not thinking that it needs to stay natural. And absolutely what we want to focus on is that natural progression. What is biker life to you? What does biker life been to you? What does it, what's the future look like for you? And what makes it so different and I think that's that motorcycle mystique because she was very straightforward from the very beginning I'm not here what's going on here she even questioned what the event was she knew she was out of place at this event and you know but yet she was curious enough because she wanted to hear the music and the band that was playing that night and she was there to have a great oh, time no matter I what I saw her out of the dance floor before she came over and she was out there I think she was dancing by herself I'm not sure but I could see her from the dance floor when I was checking out the band and she was just getting down she was into herself she was into the music she was just loving life yes just like we do when we ride we're just in tune with everything and she was in tune with it out there for sure yep so i think at this point we need to probably pass the torch on to ruth and ruth will share an exciting uh, if you can't wipe the smile off your face i can't even when i think about it today i just cannot wipe the smile off my face but ruth will share a very heartwarming story of her motorcycle mama libby so here you go Telling your story? I am. Do you want me to start over? Yeah, if you don't mind. Okay. Why not? You're doing good. Let's just cheer to Libby again. All right. Okay, okay. Everybody just cheer. Okay, ready? Cheers. Cheers to Libby. And here is why. Libby is my mother. Today is Thursday, September 19th. It was exactly one month ago on August 19th that my mom passed. She was three months shy of her 92nd birthday. She transitioned from hospital to hospice. There was no surprise. We knew she was in declining, fragile health. And sadly, her body was failing her and she was in fragile, deteriorating health while her mind and her wit and her words were very much intact. So later on in life, as I knew glaucoma was worsening, her Parkinson's was worsening, later on she would be diagnosed with pancreatic cancer. It was one thing after... To use a motorcycle analogy, it's like the chassis was good, but all the parts were failing. (laughs) And I don't even ride a motorcycle. Which brings me to this. Why am I on your show? As my mom was declining, I decided that I could not give her presents in a box. She didn't need another pajama set. She didn't need slippers. She needed life experiences so she could eventually look back. And there wasn't much to look forward to because she was pushing close to 90 in health. So I said, Mom, this is your agent stage in your life. We're going to get things done. And the best present is being present. For her 88th birthday, as a present to her, I said, I'm giving you an experience, not a, not a pajama set. I arranged with Barb's, and i got to give him a shout-out. 
okay, because I'm from Philadelphia originally. We're here in Sarasota. There's a motorcycle dealership called Barb's Harley-Davidson. It's in Mount Ephraim, New Jersey. I do not know Barb. I have no idea. But her dealership was not too far from my mom's place. And as a Valentine and as a birthday gift to my mom, I called Barb's Harley-Davidson. And I said, my mom is about to be 88 years old. Would it be kind of neat? Her lifelong dream has been to ride sidecar on a motorcycle. Because we always used to watch the Miss America parade in Atlantic City. And she loved the motorcycle escort at the beginning of the parade. She goes, oh, I've always wanted to ride mo like sidecar on a motorcycle. So I contact Barb's Harley-Davidson. They go, you, your mother's 88 years old, and this will be her first ever bike ride. I'm like, hell to the yeah. You know what they said? Bring her in. Excellent. Bring her in. That's and something great. tells me you would say, say and do the same thing. Oh, yeah. Had she been in Sarasota. So I arranged. I said, Mom, you know, I'm no surprise to you. I just want to let you know I'm taking you to this dealership on this beautiful October day. It was a beautiful fall day, and you're going to get your, your wish. The only thing is, because did I mention I'm not a motorcycle rider? I did not know at the time they don't longer make the, the sidecar. <laughs> I was wondering. If that. I, you're yeah. wondering what you're like, wait yeah. a minute. Yeah. They did not make this anymore because of tipping issues, visibility right. issues. As you know, it's low to the ground. Sure. And although it, I'm sure it's a fun ride and gets yep. your bladder going, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, it's really, you know, been out. And she goes, we can still give your mom a ride, but it answers to tricycle, like a three-wheeler. Yes, It's like okay. Harleys for, like, the, the next generation. Right. It's a great concept. It is. So my mother thinks, and so do I, that they're just going to wheel her around the parking lot. Because Barb's Harley-Davidson, like I'm sure many dealerships here in Sarasota, not only sell parts and sell, but they also want you to be a responsible rider. So they offer lessons in how to work this big machine so you can be a safe, sensible rider while you're still having hella fun yeah, out there right. on the road. So we go to the dealership. My mom is 88 years old. By now she has shrunk to four foot nine because of her degenerative disc disease and all this stuff. Well, you walk into this dealership, and i got to tell you something. If you're not a motorcycle rider, which I've mentioned several times, it can be very intimidating and foreboding. You guys are scary as hell, okay? <laughs> you wear leather, you wear metal, you wear... Sp and that's just the ladies. <laughs> okay. So true. There's a, and that, you know, that, that's just the ladies. But you know something? Once you touch skin to skin and skin to metal and skin to leather and eye to eye and feel the wind in your hair and you get out there, it is the best copay ever. Absolutely. It's exhilarating. It's like Zumba on two wheels. And that's to be Z-O-O-M. -O -O <laughs> I love that. It's like a Zumba clip. Well, so my mother is dressed head to toe in leather. And by head to toe, she's four foot nine. She says, ooh, look at me. I look like a little thumbtack. <laughs> and they dressed her in leather. And they put this helmet. Well, by now, all heads are swiveling. Who is this little old lady in our dealership getting fitted and getting the royal treatment? And I said, um, that's my mom. They go, you mean you're not the rider? I go, hell no. I'm not the rider. The motorcycle mama in this scenario is my mom's birthday. And this is how we're celebrating her 88th birthday. So it started out in the parking lot of the dealership. It eventually went out into the road over a lake. And they gave her a 30-minute bike ride. There was another set of riders and another bike. And they were using their iPad to videotape the whole thing. And the whole time she was like, woohoo. <laughs> and she loved it and when she came back she's like I she was exhilarated I have never seen a woman so joyous so alive with energy and re and she was like 
I forgot for half hour that I had Parkinson's. Isn't that I'm going to tear up. I forgot that I was going blind for glaucoma. Oh. And as I'm strip, strapping my feeble 88-year-old hands around this big girth of this big mm-hmm. teddy Kind of like you. <laughs> kind of like you. A big gotcha, teddy bear. I gotcha. there you oh, go. you're so huggable. I, oh, yeah. So huggable. And she goes, I was, she goes, I felt safe. I felt secure. I felt protected. I felt validated and loved and included and welcomed into a community of riders I did not know existed because for the longest time, I thought you guys were mean and menacing. And, and she goes, you know something? This was my come to Jesus moment. There you go. Come, my come to Harley moment. Yes. And she was invigorated. And as it turns out, Barb from the dealership came out. She thanked my mom. And she says, Libby, anytime you want to come for a ride, you just oh. call us and come for a ride. And as she was in hospice about a month ago, you know, by then... The, the end was here, okay? Yeah. As I whispered in here, I go, Mom, let's think back on the good old days and just think they weren't that long ago. And I said, it was just down the road from this hospice facility on a day like today. She goes, oh, who knew that your almost 92-year-old mama would be a motorcycle mama? Yeah. And a week later, she died. So I'm here at Stottlemyers tonight. Go know it's bike night. Yep. I'm just here to see Mike and the boys, and I see you guys. They're and excellent. Yep. I just had to infiltrate, and thank uh, and, you. And, no, thank you. And that's uh, what the show is all about. Yeah. You know, it's you just crushed the motorcycle mystique. I because did. it's like you said, your mother's thought, you know, these people are these be bad, mm-hmm. nasty, not-get-along type people. But we are. It's like you said, a lot of us are just big teddy bears. You are. And let me add something to that. Um, I'm from Philadelphia. I moved to Sarasota just about three years ago. Uh, my landlord was moving to assisted living, and I had to move. I'm like, well, if you're going to move, may as well move. Because <laughs> there was this thing called snow that was there trying to get go. away. But, get rid of that. And I heard Sarasota is like a cool town. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I wanted to be connected to like-minded, convivial people who enjoy the earth and the sea and the surf sure. and live music. I had never been here before. Didn't know a soul. But your vibe is your tribe. And it didn't take too long before I discovered the music of the land and all this kind of thing. There is a bar not too far from here in Osprey, and you're going to tell it for me. It's Hoosier. Hoosier. Hoosier Bar. Hoosier Bar. Not Hoosier Mama. (laughs) That would be Libby. No, there you go. Libby's your mama. Libby's my mama. I'm going to talk fast because the music's about to start. Anyway, and they're also a popular bike bar. And when I moved here, I went to hear live music, and I'm like, look at me, little old Ruthie. I'm not a motorcycle mama. Remember, my mom is the motorcycle mama. Mm-hmm. And I felt so warm and welcome there, too. That's so anytime great. I hear the vroom and the rattle, it's like, you know you what? I'm in a good place. Yeah. And thank you for your warm and gracious welcome and letting me share some well, highlights. Well, thank you for bringing I'm it up and sharing this fantastic thank story. Thank you, my little teddy bear. You know what? <laughs> I'm probably your first and only non-riding person who graced your show. So, to Libby, the music's about to start. Absolutely, to Libby thank and you to so you for helping her through that, thank, to get at thank that. Thank you for sharing you your story and her story with us. So, uh, you bet. All the bikers here. For those of you that are new to town or coming back, You've got a welcoming community here, so ride on. And if you ever want to ride, Ruth. Yep, that's right. Tell her, Deb. Yep, let her know. Because maybe you want to get your ride on. Yep. Well, there you go. Because, Deb, go ahead, tell her. I'm actually a rider coach for Rossiter Harley-Davidson down the street, so if you are ever in the place where you want to learn how to ride, I would love to be a coach for you. If you're daring me, I can only say yes. (laughs) (laughs) I know you're on the radio, but you know what? You're going to watch. You'll be my witness. Pinky swear. <laughs> we just made a pinky swear All on right. the air. Pinky swear on the air. You're and wonderful. with that, let's listen to some good music. All right. All right. Thank, you. Thank you so much, Ruthie. Blessings. Thank you. Well. Bye bye. Hi, this is Chuck with the Chuck and Deb Show. If you'd like to be a sponsor on our show, 
please contact us at 216-7625. That's 216-ROCK. We look forward to hearing from you. Thank you. All right. Welcome back. We hope that you enjoyed that interview with Ruthie because we truly did. And actually, it brings out exactly what our show is all about. It's about the motorcycle mystique and how people see motorcyclists in a certain way. But if they really knew the truth about most motorcyclists, they would understand that motorcyclists are people who have a great, big, huge, giving heart that cares about their community, that cares about one another. Are you getting all like choked up over there? <laughs> no, <laughs> no, but you're absolutely I mean, I could very right. easy. I know. And it, it was I was holding back that night because she first of all, she did a fabulous job of sharing the story with us about her mom. And she obviously loves her dearly and loved her dearly. And, you know, was reminiscing about her because she's no longer with us at this time. And, you know, she's absolutely right. People judge a book by its cover all the time. And motorcyclists and bikers are no different and whether we show up in jeans and a dress shirt that says harley davidson on it or we show up with a a black leather vest with some emblem and boots and all that sort of stuff you know they still look at us the same way so it's definitely judging that book by its cover but you know every motorcyclist i've met along the the trail caring giving would do just about anything for you and that's really what the community i think is all about so it is a motorcycle mystique and you know the funny thing is is that we all have pulled a little bit of a different concept and idea of what we believe a biker is and you know that's a big thing that propels us on the on biker life radios to try and debunk that whatever it is but or bring it all to together the, and share it right because there's a lot of dis- different aspects to the whole biking world and we're just tapping into a little bit of it so we're we're hoping as that we go on, we'll be able to tap in, into even more. Right. But this that Ruthie shared was just really so significant. It actually did touch my heart. I mean, you 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 talked about was I about you know was I about getting emotional over here? I I actually wasn't, but I did have tingles mm-hmm. uh, when she was talking um, or goosebumps or whatever you right. want to talk about. And as we talked, and at the end of it, I was beginning to say in my mind, this sounds like something the Chuck and Deb show, the biker life might want to take on. Right. I mean, we, we always see things for kids and for veterans and we're for all of that. Absolutely. We want to help each and every one of you as much as we can. But I wondered if there is a missing segment. Mm. I wonder if there is a need that the seniors need that maybe are reaching the end of their life like uh, Libby, Libby was. Mm-hmm. And how, had it not been for her daughter, Ruthie, putting her out on a motorcycle and feeling the exhilaration that she did, and, and she basically had a renewal, and she came to a, an appreciation for bikers. Right. You know, could we be doing more than that? So that's something that I'm going to have on my plate for a while and try to figure that out. And maybe you guys as listeners and, and followers, maybe you can let us know what you think about that. And maybe you could let us know if maybe you would help to volunteer with that. I mean, I don't know exactly how all that would work out. Right. But I still think it might be something that might be a need. And I just think it would be another great way for us to get back to our communities. 
And I, you know, what I found very interesting about the story is that it wasn't just the bikers that she reached out to a local Harley Davidson and Harley Davidson, again, trying to realize that that biker life mystique is not what people really need to understand, even about Harley riders and kind of jumping on the bandwagon and going for it is absolutely a big part of our mission and a part of what we're doing. So, you know, we've talked briefly, but I would love for us to be able to put something together, you know, maybe the ride of a lifetime, not for profit, something to that effect where, you know, and and I believe probably in Libby, she probably never shared that with Ruth that she always wanted to do a motorcycle ride or that was something that, you know, that was really deep inside of her. And finally, at the end of the day, when her daughter says, I want to share experiences with you, mom, not necessarily buy stuff for you. I think that welled up and she actually felt okay, comfortable to share an inside dream, vision, whatever it was for her to kind of, you know, a bucket list item to take care of before her time was done. Yeah, very, very wonderful story, uh, very moving story. Yes. And we're so truly grateful and thankful that Ruthie came up. I mean, yes. like we, we we talked about before we got started, you know, she just came up and she goes, oh, well, what are you guys about? And <laughs> Deb had just barely got in. I think Deb might have just mentioned the motorcycle mystique. And then she was like, I mean, I was in the back, so I didn't hear the whole thing. So yeah. I'm guessing. And then she was like, well, I've got a story to share with you. And that was the story you guys just heard. If you just now join in us, listeners, uh, we do have a podcast. You'll want to go back and listen to Ruthie's story about her mother, yes. Libby, because it is a great story, and it just shows a lot of different things. Mm-hmm. It shows, number one, the love that the daughter had for the mother, yes, and actually how the how it helped the mother. In a, in a very significant way and open her eyes into things that she would have never, ever had experienced before. And I think, you know, it opened up the daughter's um, perception, too, because I think she may have had kind of a closed view of the biker and motorcycle world. And by doing this and the givingness that that really brought all that together for her mother gave her, and it was a ripple effect. You know, we sometimes think that we're this one Island and, but we there's a much bigger ripple effect in the world around us and people that we can impact and the difference we can make in lives. And, you know, I might, I think it's pretty cool if we can do that with a motorcycle ride. And again, what was awesome is you think she's going to jump on the back of the motorcycle and ride around the parking lot, but she goes out for a ride. They took her for a ride. ride. And I think about that, you know, could, could I give, someone an experience to go smell the strawberry fields like exactly they've never smelled before see the you know the big bulls we've seen out in the fields and ride just the, the things, beach ride ride the beach ride at sunset whatever i mean how exhilarating could that make someone feel that's really just you know toward the end but it's a bucket list item i i love that concept and that feeling and i would love to know that we could do more yep um and you know with the people that we know and the groups that we know this might be something we could do. We know the Hog Chapter. We know the American Legion. We know West Coast Florida Riders. And if we reached out to those groups, those organizations, then maybe those uh, there are some people that can help with this. And maybe we can turn this into reality. Yeah. Uh, but but I want to hear back. I want to hear... I want to hear from our our listeners, our followers. I want to know if you think this is something that might be worthwhile. Uh, We think that it is. We we were touched by this story. I was touched by this story. And I could see how that would make a huge difference in my life. Imagine, guys, you're, you're nearing the end of your life. 
And it's one of those bucket list things. Maybe it's a bucket list things that people didn't even know that was a bucket list things. And you can think of that for yourself personally. There's a lot of things I have on my bucket list. But what if I didn't know about a certain thing right. that I didn't have on my bucket list? And somebody introduced it to me. And somebody took me out on it. I mean, could you imagine what you might be able to do? I mean, in my mind, you might be able to restore somebody's life. Mm-hmm. You actually might be able to pro- prolong someone. You might even be able to encourage someone to keep and, going. To keep Absolutely. going. And we know somebody, Dick, right? Yes. And 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 he's how old? Dick's like 90, 91 or ninety two. And he's been riding. And, he, and the doc just now said put it, he's got to put away his motorcycle. Right. But maybe there's some folks that are still out there that it might burn inside them a fire mm-hmm. that ignites them to get out on a motorcycle and ride for the very first time and want to learn how to ride and i think that would be really cool and i think the the listeners that are riders can really relate to that to get somebody out but they're what knees to the breeze, breeze. that's right chins, chins to the wind. the wind yes that's the wind therapy yes that can make a whole world of difference. If it works for veterans, it can work for anyone. Anybody. Absolutely and, right. Uh, and it not only works for veterans, it works for me, people. When, <laughs> when I'm in a funk, when I'm lost, when I'm down, I get on my bike in freedom. I'm, I'm set free. My chains are broken. I, I am on a mission uh, to, to freedom. Right. And it releases everything. You have an opportunity. Now, you can, you have a choice. You can get on your motorcycle and you can sit there and you can think about your problems, which sometimes I do, because I need to find a solution to them. Right. And that's one of the best ways I can find a solution to solve my problems. And because you're not it, the only person I've heard that does a lot of really great thinking while they ride. And so it is the therapy that you needed and the cheapest form that you could get. What did you say at the beginning? Because I missed it. I said, you're not the only person I've heard that says that's really a great place to do some thinking is when you're riding. I think Dutch shared that with us, too, that he's done a lot of really good thinking. Well, I, I really wish you didn't have said that because I was feeling special for just a moment. No, I think you're... <laughs> sorry. I thought dude. I was the only one. No, you're not. Oh, darn it. I don't get to be the only one once again. Yes, no. <laughs> but <laughs> no, seriously. I mean, it really does. It really can make a significant difference. And I know that it does for me. And I just think it's cool. But we'd like some input. You know, yes. if this is something that uh, people find might be a need, then let's go ahead and see what we can do to fill that need. We know enough people. We can reach enough people through the radio station, through the radio show here, through our podcast. podcast. We can reach people all over the world. Okay. Right. But before we end this segment, all right, uh, we, all right, you've got something you want to say because I know um, Ruthie wanted to make sure that we mentioned the Harley Davidson dealer that actually helped her mother, yes. Libby, go ahead and take this bike ride. So go ahead and tell her who was that because she wanted to make sure. Absolutely. That was Barb's Harley Davidson, and they are located at Hay- Hayden Township, New Jersey, in Ephraim, New Jersey. So definitely kudos and shout out to Barb's Harley Davidson. Right but I honestly believe that any Harley Davidson dealer, if someone came to them, 
they would be just as willing to help too. So, but she put the action in it. She made it happen. And kudos to Barb's Harley Davidson up in New Jersey. Yeah, and I think it was that. two guys, if I remember right, because she sent us some pictures. Yes. Can we post those pictures on our Facebook page? I, I will get permission to do that. Okay. I'm sure that do Ruthie that. won't have a problem, but I would love to post those pictures um, once the podcast is up and people can actually see yep. her because did not only did they get the ride for her as they decked her out and she is this <laughs> tiny little four foot nothing lady, cute little petite gal, but they decked her out all in biker leather oh, and yeah. she looked like a badass biker chick, I yeah. must say. She and the, and they, did, cool. they did a great job. They knew exactly what to take her out on. They took her out on a trike and, uh, you know, what more could you ask for? Yeah. These, these guys, I mean, I wish I could sit there and give these guys a high five or a fist bump or something right now because you know what? They had to get something from it, Deb. Oftentimes, you know, when you give, you get so much more than you anticipate receiving because it's all about that giving unconditional that comes back to you tenfold. And so, you know, there's so many times that our time is the one valuable possession we have to make different decisions with. And sometimes that's all we have to give is our time. And, you know, as writers, if we have a a little bit of time to give someone else an experience of a lifetime, I can honestly tell you that Ruthie will never lose lose that happy moment with her mom seeing her do that and I think that is beyond all the riches we could ask for it is amazing to do that for it's so true and to be able to give and I I've I've got to imagine those guys that went out yeah I mean I I felt they they felt just as exhilarated as she did and I bet they go on and they too story tell the story because it was an impact on their life and I bet in some way, they wanted to continue that. I, I wouldn't doubt it if they're doing it to this day. It'd be interesting it, to reach out to it, them and see. Be. And so maybe I'll give Barb's Harley Davidson a call. Yeah, see if we can get those two guys on the radio. That'd be great. Uh, because, you know, I mean, there's tons of biker stories out there, guys. Yes. This was just one, and, and it's a great one, and it correlates real good with the Biker Life Radio. Yes. You know, and what we're about here, we're about crushing, and I think I said that, we're about crushing the the motorcycle mystique and because we really want people to see us in a different way you know in the 1950s 50s and i think dutch said this the way that people were looked at on a motorcycle because back then there wasn't a lot of motorcycle right so you know it you know in a way it's changed but not totally right you know we're actually looked upon in a different way and i know that from experience correct you know, I'm treated different when I walk in you know, with my biker garb on. Yes. And a lot of times I'm treating with, with very good respect. Yes. I'm greeted with smiles and all that good stuff. And then on the other hand, depending on where I go where I go and what part of town I go, I remember one time we were down in Sarasota on a motorcycles. Okay. <laughs> and I just sort of gave this away and I'm not putting down Sarasota. All right. But but I we went into a Publix and it was inside and there was this old guy mm-hmm. and he was furious with us that we had our motorcycles on that inside um parking car, garage park, parking right and he was just standing there staring and he he could just feel the anger coming Steaming. from him anyway yeah. this is a positive show but all <laughs> i'm saying is is that it's still out there and this is a story that actually 
debunks it. Yes. Totally. So maybe, so here, he was, maybe he was mad because he wanted to jump on the back There you go. Maybe he's one it. of those guys. You're angry. Maybe he is one of those guys that we needed to get on the back so that he could put his knees in the breeze and the chin and the wind. Yes, and feel the freedom of the ride. That's right. All right, but before we go, we got to take a real quick break. But before we go, let's do a toast. Just last we started off, she started off. Let's do a toast to, to Libby. Libby. And yes. let's do a toast to Ruthie. Thank you so much for coming to see us, Ruthie. And here's to you. We're going to give a drink here and go right to our sponsors. Our sponsor today is Tony and Guy Hairdressing Academy. If you desire to be a leader in this fast-growing cosmetology industry, then contact Tony and Guy Hairdressing Academy in Colorado Springs, Colorado at 719-390-9898. Again, 719-390-9898 or visit coloradosprings.tonyguy.edu. For more information about Coeur d'Alene, Idaho, Tony and Guy Hairdressing Academy, call 208-930-1276. Again, that number is 208-930-1276. Or visit them at coeurdelaine.tonyguy.edu or visit the Chuck and Deb Show sponsor page for more information. All right. Welcome back. Go ahead, Deb. In the news this past week was a fellow on-air personality with K106 out of Wadena, Minnesota. He is extremely grateful to be alive today. Why is that, Deb? Well, he was struck by a vehicle while he was riding him as a motorcycle. Oh. He, so ultimately, he had lots of bruises. But he also here, had a cut too. Yeah, a cut on his forehead. He had, uh, yeah, his face was banged up pretty darn bad. It was. But his whole body was, but his face, I think, uh, suffered the most. Is it, what what I remember. Uh, reading. That's what I read too. Was his forehead? He had a broken nose. He had Ooh. broken face bones. Ooh, so you're broke. absolutely right he, that that face was the pro, pro, predominant, if I could say that, um, place predominant place for injury. Yeah, so, I mean, you could imagine his face had to be swollen. I would imagine, poor guy. Yep. Do you I have his name so by too. any chance? Did you I, get that down? Uh, Brad Williams. Oh, you found it. I did. Yes. Okay. So, you know, how could you have all those type of injuries unless one thing was missing from your safety equipment, Coach Ryder Coach Deb thinks? I don't know. I couldn't imagine. Well, he was well, not, that not smart. wearing <laughs> he was not wearing a helmet. Well, we're going to talk about that, but go ahead. Yeah, so I Cuz I've got an issue. You do. I mean, I understand, but you go right ahead with your, you go ahead. I'll catch up. I've heard too many stories, and this is one more, of people getting pretty well hurt when they just are going, you know, little distances, or I'm around town, so I didn't put my helmet on, and then an accident happens. You know, I just, I don't get that. It just doesn't make sense. To each their own, Coach Ryder, Deb. I know. I can't help it. I am safety girl. See, here's the deal. Okay. And here's my problem. Yep. All right. Share with me. All right. Because I hear what you're saying. You're saying that you read this article. It's interesting because we saw it two different ways. Yes. All right. Because you're saying, okay, and and I'm I, I'm not sure that you related his facial injuries to his helmet, did you? I did. Absolutely. I'm like you did. broken hmm. nose, um, cut forehead. Oh, you don't think he bones. could have got that with an open face helmet? Well, he could have, but he more than have. he could have. No, could have, but. 
He could right. have. Let me tell you what really torqued me off about the article. Well, tell me. And what happens all the time. Uh-oh. Or what appears to happen all the time. You get passionate and, now. And like I said, yeah, I'm passionate about it okay. because this is something that appears to me to happen all the time. I'm going to say it three us. times. Yep. The media reports when a biker doesn't wear a helmet. Pisses me off. Okay. You know, it's sort of like, well, I can make racial things about it. It's almost like that, okay, in a way. Because, you know, what difference does it make? The poor guy had a motorcycle accident. Right. So they're making a deal out of him not wearing a motorcycle helmet, okay? And I get it. It was the same deal you made. Right. But the man has a right. He has a right not to wear a motorcycle helmet. That's he true. was apparently lived in a state that did not require him to wear a motorcycle helmet. People are allowed to do the things they want to do how they want to do them. We cannot allow the government to steal our freedoms. If we want to ride our motorcycles without a helmet, that's our prerogatives and nobody else's. I get that. We can have this big pause here, but you get that. I get but, it. But but why don't you come back to me? Because and, every po- every decision has either a positive well, that's, or negative But the man knew it when he got on the that's bike right. without he, a helmet. That's true. He made the choice. That's right. And he and suffered there's a the choice. consequence. And my problem is not with your analysis of it. Okay. Okay. Because when I read the article, I really didn't even put the two together. I had to go back and I had to read. I was like, well, geez, he really had a lot of facial stuff, so I had to go back. But actually, I didn't put the two and two together like you did. Hmm. I was upset that I read in the article that he didn't have a helmet. It's almost obvious he didn't have a helmet if you're brighter than me like you were. I'm not brighter than you. I just, there's something in me because of what I do that I'm safety. It's just, I can't help it. Of course. And we all want to try to be as safe as we can. But look, the way I come to see this is we're here to live how we want to live. I we totally don't need agree. people dictating to us, you know, what we should do, how we should do it. I'm sorry, I'm just not that kind of person. I know. I want my freedoms. Yes. And this man was entitled. Thank goodness he lived. Yes, I totally Now, he agree. may have learned a lesson from this, and he may not, not have. have. Now, I will tell a story that's going to help you with this, okay? Help me, help me, Chuck. Because many years ago, when I first started writing, and folks, this was many. Many, many years ago, I just got off work and the highway intersection or the on-ramp to the highway had changed. And I forgot about it because I was going probably 100 mile an hour, maybe not quite that fast, but I was going faster than I needed to be. And I forgot that it didn't swoop around. It actually did a direct right turn angle. Do you remember at the end of Rock and Boulevard when they changed that, Deb? Yes, I do. All right. Do you remember seeing that motorcycle guy laying in the middle of the medium? No, I don't. That was me. (laughs) Well, if I saw you, I would have stopped to help you because you're Did you work night shift? I don't know. I did for a long time. I worked second shift for okay, quite so a while. Okay, so that I, I was coming home night shift, and that was part of the problem is because I was I was speeding. Yes, <laughs> busted. I know. Hello. And then I had forgot about that, and so I didn't do the turn. And the turn was abrupt. It was a right turn. It's Strong the weirdest right thing. Turn. I can't believe they did that. Anyway, so I knew what was happening. I had a helmet on. You did. My helmet okay. was very old, just so you know. Yeah. I mean, it was old. I bought a used helmet. Oh. I think I got it from Goodwill or something. I, you know, I didn't have a lot of money back then, but I think Colorado back then at that time required that you wear a helmet. Not sure what they do now. 
So needless to say, I wrecked. My bike went over the median rather than taking the right turn. All my fault. I'm to blame. Okay. I fell off the bike. I ju- Actually, I left the bike because I remember thinking I don't want to go in the highway lane. Right. So I left the bike. I let the bike go. I sort of like, you know, jumped off the bike, if you will. And that's all I remember. Okay. I just remember leaving the bike. After that, I don't remember anything. The next day or whenever I finally came to, because I was out and I woke up in the hospital. Okay. And the next day when I was given my helmet, it was cracked. Wow. That's... That's a pretty strong right, impact. So then. that's what's wrong with me today. Yes. If you wonder why I'm such a weirdo, <laughs> why I've got significant brain issues or, or, or behavioral issues, yeah. Deb. Now we know. Yeah, Deb, now you know. why are you dubbing me? I'm just saying Deb. Okay. Now you know. Now I know. But here's the deal. Yes. I did learn a valuable lesson. Okay. Had it not be for that helmet, I would have never met you, Deb. Oh. I'd never be on my bike today. That's right. I'd never be on the radio today. Today, Because there's no way, that I'm you telling you, there's no way that my skull would have survived the impact that the helmet had. Right. Okay. So I've made your point, have I not? You did. Thank okay. you so much. But at the same time, I'm still sticking to what I believe. And I do not like it when the media points out whether the person was wearing a helmet or not. And if you listeners, if you agree with me, I want to hear from you. If you disagree with me, I, I want to hear, hear from, from you. you. All right. So I I maybe rambled on a little bit too much about this. But that's why, Deb, I said go with that story. Because I read it, you read it. Yes. And I'm like, "Mm." and it's funny how we got two different, you know, just we come from different perspectives, but that's us, the yin, the yang, two opposites. You can see it in our logo. Yes, absolutely. Either that or the 69. I can't get whatever, you know, remember Milk Bone? Yeah. Milkbone told us. <laughs> with our listeners do not need to hear what Milkbone's thoughts were. We can Hi, share Milk that. Hi, Milkbone. Hope you're listening. <laughs> well, you know, if safety is of the utmost importance for you, then I also have some great news to report to you. There is a product out called InView. Oh, I love and this. And it is about to change motorcycle safety like we have never seen and, before. And you know what? It's funny you're segueing in into this because... Actually, it only works if you have a helmet. Helmet. Wow. But yeah. you know, we do wear helmets. I like wearing it. And and again, I wear. I don't wear a full face helmets. No. So that could easily happen to me. Yes. What happened to uh, Mister What a Cattleberry, whatever his name is? Yeah. The Brad DJ. Williams. Mr. Williams, that could easily happen to me, too, because my face would not have been protected, Deb. I just wouldn't have the lacerations on my forehead. True. But, you know, it depends on how he impacted. Okay. It could have, if the helmet would have impacted and rolled well, him or something, he could I, have saved everything. We're running low on time, and you want to talk about this device, so well, let's go ahead and do that. Yeah. I'm sorry. So, um, this in-view item, if you, we're going to actually post the website on our website for and you. I'll, what we'll do is we'll do uh, chuckanddebshow.com forward slash lowercase in view i n v i e 
W. So what this is, obviously, you are probably curious, is it is a wireless are you helmet curious? brake. Oh, they didn't hear you because I interrupted. Are you curious? Go ahead, Deb. It's a wireless helmet brake light that also has blinkers built into it. So I love the concept because, you know, most motorcycles, our brake lights, our taillights, our blinkers are all down lower. And, and if small. it's a big truck and they're small. So now if it's right there on our helmet, which is straight line view for any vehicle behind you, it is going to get their attention It's going like to save that. lives, Deb. It will. And it's it's going to save lives big time. It's very cost effective. It runs anywhere between $149 and $199. They're actually running a great sale right now. So if you haven't been out there, be sure and visit bikerliferadio.com forward slash in you. I can't do the bikerliferadio.com forward slash right now. It's chuckanddebshow.com forward slash in view. But go over it a little bit more. I want to make sure it's covered. What this is, this is a light that actually works in conjunction that when you put your blinker on, on the back of your helmet, this light is going to light up. It's going to say you're going right. It's going to say you're going left. And it's going to let people know that you are stopping. Yes. I mean... I saw this thing and I was like, I love it. And guess what? We're going to get one. We're going to get two. We're going to get them. Yep, we will. And the thing is, when I saw this thing, I was like, this is fantastic because it really is going to save a lot of lives. It is. And the first thought that came to my mind is, is it worth something under $200 to save your life. I would have to say absolutely. Because no I doubt. know that most of you bikers out there right now are putting at least an HD $100 somewhere on your bike. Why not put it on your helmet if you wear a helmet? If not, we're going to get you a headband so that you can strap this to your head. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe if you wear goggles, maybe it could go on yeah, the back there of a you goggle go. See, strap. Let's take this let's invention to a whole new, new level. level because it doesn't necessarily have to be on your on your helmet. Right? Why it could just be on the back of your head? Maybe you could. Do, maybe we could design a T-shirt. Anybody listening? That's an inventor. I get a percentage of this. You can divide a shirt that has a big, huge. You know, uh, blinker and break on your shirt. Oh my! Gosh. Maybe it's in your jacket. You're a little. Oh, crazy. I love it. All right. Well, enough of all that stuff. I guess we're going to have to wrap up the show. Unfortunately, we're having a great time, but all good things must come to an end. So take it away, Deb. Let everybody know how they can find us online. Be sure to follow Biker Life Radio on Facebook and visit our website, bikerliferadio.com. And we will see you soon. All right. Thanks for listening, everybody. We appreciate you. Hey, before we go, I just remembered that I forgot to mention Jim and Wendy at Stottlemyers. Yes. Jim and Wendy uh, from the American Legion. Legion. So I I just forgot to mention you guys earlier, but I got you now. The other thing is, uh, real quick, we wanted to give a great big shout out to all our listeners all over the world because we have some new listeners, Deb. Who do you have? Absolutely. We have listeners from Japan and Canada, Greece and Portugal. And Sweden, Australia, Germany, France, the United Kingdom, Indonesia, Ireland, Iceland and Mexico. So we want to thank you all for listening and we look forward to having more countries from around the world come on board and listen to Biker Life. Please be sure to let us know you're listening. We look forward to hearing from you and thanks again for listening to Biker Life Radio. You've been listening to the Chuck and Deb Show, heard each Wednesday afternoon at 4 p.m. right here on 1490 AM WWPR.
We thank you for listening, and we invite you to join us next week.